0: Hey, friend, welcome back to the Pursuing Goals God's Way podcast. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me and thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. It means a lot to me to have you here, but I really hope that you're getting a lot out of it. One way to tell me for sure that I know or that I can read is for you to hit up the Apple reviews, leave me a review, tell me what you're getting out of the show, and I would love to just see what impact it's having for you. Maybe it'll help me and in, get inspired for new content for you, and maybe I'll read it on the show. Who knows? Well, today you are in for a treat, and here's why. We are talking about the so-close habit, and I want to know, are you a culprit of the so-close habit? If it would have taken you seconds to do something, but you didn't quite do it because of the lack of time excuse, then you may just be a so close person. So in the moment you believe you don't have the time to do something, you might say, I'll just do that later. But you didn't have 15 seconds to put the glass in the dishwasher. You didn't have the time to change the toilet paper roll. I mean, come on, that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Are you sure that time is really what's going on? And because you didn't have the time or we didn't have the time, then tiny habits or tasks stack up and become mounds of overwhelm. The culprit isn't a lack of time, my friend. It's lack of good habit formation, which is good news for you and good news for me because we can take steps to become a do it now type of person. To help us tackle this problem, I have my friend Alicia back on the show with me. Alicia Cohen is a wife and homeschooling mama. She is also a business owner and blogger, and through her business, Alicia Cohen Designs, she teaches busy moms intentional planning, effective productivity, and important mindset shifts to increase peace, calm, and confidence in their lives, while also being focused on what matters most. Alicia built her business based on her own journey of overcoming her overwhelmed and frazzled life what she calls the hamster wheel marathon. And now she teaches the methods she discovered and uses personally to other women. Together, we're going to look at three simple steps we can take to move from the so close type to the do it now type, which in turn will affect your online business in a positive way. Let's learn how. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals, but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts, but I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough. I didn't know enough and I didn't have enough time until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win and yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, Alicia. Thanks so much for hanging out with me again on Pursuing Goals. God's Way. I'm so excited to have you here. I know last time we talked about the importance of community and today we're talking about the So Close Habit and I'm super excited to
1: bring this to my listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited too. Thank you so much for having me back, Gabe. And yeah, I'm like I said, so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But before we get officially started, I want to hear a little bit about you, maybe something unique or just share something that the listeners might not know.
1: Yeah, sure. So you can't see me, but if you could, I am eight months pregnant. So by the time this episode goes out, well, maybe I'll have three kids out in the world. Or I, I would think let's let's hope. <laughs> let's hope maybe I've had the baby because I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. So yeah, um, getting ready to add baby number three to our family, which we're excited about. And also something that's been really cool and exciting for me this year is I started my journey as a homeschool mom and that's gone really well with our first, our oldest kid. She's, um, you know, getting ready to wrap up kindergarten, which is really exciting. And that's gone really well. I've enjoyed it. She's enjoyed it. So yeah, I'd say those are some like big, big things, the baby coming and, or baby's already here by the time you're hearing this um and yeah homeschooling you know wrapping up and going well and yeah it's just it's been it's been great i um i know you you enjoy homeschooling as well gabe and i'm sure some people out there um listening also uh i'll also love doing the homeschooling thing so yeah i'm excited to be like yeah homeschooling join in the join in the club and it's going well
0: Join in the club. I like it. I remember, uh, you know, last year uh, when we were doing some coaching and things like that, you were kind of talking about that's something you want to do is homeschool. So it's fun to see it all come together and see the year starting to wrap up and and the excitement of that. So that's really cool. Um, I definitely, uh, I did not say I would be a homeschool parent. I didn't think I would be in a million years, but I have loved it. My youngest is in the charter school, but he keeps talking about homeschooling. So we will see. I might be bringing oh. him home next year, but okay. <laughs> anyway, so, well, good. Well, let's, let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit yeah. about the so-close habit. This is why I wanted to bring you on because I read one of your newsletters and I was like, oh yeah, this is gotta <laughs> be talked about, but yeah. I want you to paint for us a picture of what a so-close habit is. Give us some examples.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so first I'll paint the picture. From the newsletter that you're referring to that i sent out to my readers so i took this picture so just imagine this right so i took this picture of an empty toilet paper roll right so on the holder with the new roll of toilet paper sitting on top <laughs> right so the roll got finished and instead of taking like the two extra seconds to take off the old roll and put on the new one it's just sitting on top right so that's what this like so close I call it the so close habit right you're just like right there (laughs) you're so so close but nope you didn't quite finish the job right so this could also be something like you did the laundry right you washed it you dried it it's in the basket maybe it's even folded or maybe it's sitting on top of your dresser or on your bed or on the floor in a folded pile or, you know, or whatever, right? You got so close, but just, you didn't put it away, right? It's just sitting there as an undone, like you can't check it off yet because it's not completely done. It's just sitting there, right? Or maybe you received a package. Maybe you, you know, I don't know, got some sort of package in the mail, something you ordered, the package came, you brought it inside, you opened the box you unboxed it, you put it on the counter. And now the thing is just sitting there on the counter when you could have just put it away, right? Like maybe it was, I don't know, you ordered, I don't know, like a tube of toothpaste. You could have just gone and put it in the bathroom, but now it's sitting on your counter, right? Things like this. Or one other example, you got you you got your mail you put it on the counter, right? You even opened it. You opened it and now it needs to go in the recycle bin, right? You don't need to keep it. You don't need to do anything with it. It's just recycle bin mail. But you didn't put it in the recycle bin, right? So all these like so close, like you did the task, you did the job and so close, like all these little things where you you just didn't quite close the loop. And that's the way I think of it, right? Like the, the loop is still open. The task is still sitting there, staring at you, reminding you, hey, hey, I'm not done. I'm not done. You got to finish me. You got to put me away. You got to, you know, whatever it is. So that's what I mean by the so close habit. These little things that it's like, oh, so close, but not quite done. So yeah, does that, does that, uh, does that explain it? Is that, is that good?
0: I think so. And I, as I, as you're talking about it, I'm thinking about how these so close habits, if you keep them piling up, like you're like, Oh, I'll do that later. Or this is, yay, I almost got that done, but, and you don't do it. Then it's almost like you have so many things that you didn't do that need to get done that then it's like, I get so stressed. Right. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Cause one so close habit meh. The toilet paper's on top of the toilet paper roll. No big deal, right? Okay. But then the laundry, but then the mail, but then the unpacked box, like all the little things. Well, now suddenly you have these reminders all around your house of these loops that are not closed, of these so close habits that are not fully done. Had you just taken the extra 15 to 60 seconds to just close the loop and finish it, and it's not a so close, it's just a done, well that then that's just not bopping around in your mind. It's like, oh man, like I did that I didn't put that laundry away I didn't that pile needs to go in the recycle bin and it's just sitting, cluttering my counter, and the toilet paper is just not on the roll, you know, just yeah, it's it's just stressful, right, to have all these little little things just hanging around, cluttering up spaces, cluttering up our minds, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, it's important, um important to kind of pay attention to these and not let them accumulate like you were just talking about.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, and I even think about it with my, even my kid's room. So my one, my one little one is kind of messy, but when we clean his room, make it look really pretty and we do it together and it takes forever, then it's, you know, he takes out one thing and then doesn't put it away. And then it takes out another and it just piles up again in a day. And I'm like, if you would have just put that away after you played with it. That would, you know, you would have been so close. You wouldn't have this stress. And so what I would like to talk about a little bit is, is the so close person that way because of a lack of time or what what do you think is the root cause of it?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a lack of time because these things that I'm talking about, these aren't projects. These aren't even to-do list items. These are just little things that you do throughout your day that just, right? Like I said, they take like 15 to 60 seconds. It's not a big thing. Um, you, You get home, right? And maybe you just, you leave your shoes or your kids leave their shoes, right? In the middle of the floor, instead of just taking the extra 15 seconds to go put them away, wherever shoes go in your house, the coat closet, the the shoe rack, the whatever. Right. So it's not a lack of time. Um, yeah. It's just really not a lack of time. I think the root cause are there are two things that are very much related, a lack of awareness that this is even happening. And right along with that, this autopilot that we kind of get into, which is just another way of saying that it's a habit. It's become a habit of being a so close person, right? You just are in this habit of kind of splitting around from one thing to the next. And like I said, maybe lack of awareness or absent-mindedly kind of just like, oh, wait, this, oh, wait, that, oh, wait, ah, oh, ah. And you just are kind of going from thing to thing. And instead of just taking that extra few seconds of awareness and time to close the loop so it's not a so close habit, that that's really, that's really what it takes. So it's just having that awareness and, and not just being on autopilot where you're just in the habit of, of being a so close person.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you're talking, I was just thinking the autopilot makes sense. Like once you've started doing something, it just becomes natural and a habit and almost like well, this is who I am. This is what I do for many, many different things, right? We can just say that, oh, no, this is just how it's always been. Well, yeah. no, it's a habit we've created over time. Yeah. So how yes. do you change that habit? You have to form a new one. <laughs> yes. <exactly. laughs> Which I know we're going to talk about how to do that soon. Here, yeah. But um, so that's what I was kind of thinking. It's almost a catch 22. We kind of we do this to ourselves and then we wonder how we got there. And yeah, it yeah. Habit.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, for sure. I can tell
0: you, I have been the so close person for a very long time, but I have created new habits now where kind of like that the laundry. Some I hate folding laundry. I don't mind doing laundry, but I hate folding it. But I've learned that if I just take it out of the dryer and fold it right away, it doesn't take me long, and I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. So, so it's funny because when people say I have so much laundry, I have piles of it. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. I don't, because yeah. now it's a habit to just yeah. put it away. So, anyway, awesome. so I'm, I'm excited yeah. to talk about that part. Um, yeah. Now, a lot of the listeners are working moms or um, starting online businesses and whatnot. And so, as I'm thinking about the so close habit, um, if we fall into that category of being that type of a person, how can that affect our businesses?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So that can—I mean, whether you're a so close person, I I mean, likely if you're a so close person in your personal life, you're also a so close person in your business life, and you may or may not even be aware of it. But sure, how can this affect our business? Well, then, just the same thing. Like in our personal life, we accumulate all these little bitty so close tasks that are not done, and then we sit down to work on our business, and it's just like whoo—we get this tidal wave of oh my goodness, I have so many things to do because nothing ever really got checked off because everything was just so close to being done. But again, like I talked about before, you just didn't close the loop. And for whatever reason, it's just this this task that you did and you did it 99.9% of the way. And it was that last little bit where you just didn't close the loop. For example, you wrote an email to someone and then you just needed to go somewhere to get, you're like, oh, wait, what's that person's email address? I don't have it saved. I just have to go grab it off of her website or something like that, maybe, right? So the email's written, you proofread it, you're good to go. You just need to hit send, but oh, you don't have the email address. Well, instead of taking the extra 30 seconds to go to her website, grab her email, and then hit send and you're done, it's sitting in your drafts, right? And then it, and then another one is sitting in your drafts and another, right? All these emails, or maybe you you wrote a beautiful blog or you recorded a beautiful podcast solo episode but you just didn't get the intro you just didn't do the intro yet you need to do that part you need to write the intro or record the intro and it wouldn't take you long or or, or maybe you're avoiding it and it would take you long or something but you you could get it done right you could kind of just like knock it out and then boom it's done but instead you just have these blog posts that are not fully finished. Or maybe it was even like, you just need to go back to your blog post and add another image or two, and then it would be done. But you just didn't, you just didn't do it. And you just didn't close the loop, right? So these little things where we do these tasks, and we do the majority of the work. And then we just don't, we don't finish it. And it's like, ah, so close, but it's not done. And we just haven't closed that loop. And then we have all of these things hanging over our heads. In addition to the other things that we then come up and that we need to be doing in our businesses. So that's how I would look at it from a business perspective. And maybe you have ideas too, of what you see in your own business or people you coach or or whatnot, Gabe, of, of how you see the so close habit affecting people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can even think of personal things that had happened to me. Part of it, like email. I'm really good at inbox zero. But a lot of times I get tripped up on certain emails where I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm just going to do it later. And then all of a sudden, I have like 30 emails I need to respond to. And I'm going, man, I thought I had inbox zero. So what could have taken me a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there, now is going to take me a couple hours to catch yes. up, you know, yeah. and, and also tech things. I hate tech. It's oh, not yeah. my friend. So um, even so now, a Google Analytics. I know that we need to change to a new platform or whatever. The whole thing's changing. Well, it's probably right. only going to take me a couple minutes to actually go do, but the, it stresses me out to think about doing it. So I just put yes. it off. But if you put off so many of those things, now it becomes this list that's overwhelming, where if you just do these things here and there, then it can just stay consistent and you can just stay updated and maintained. And so what I see is when we keep the, when we have too many of these menial tasks that we don't get done in that short time, like right when it happens, then we have so much to do that we have no idea what our priorities are and we have no idea where to start. And so our priorities kind of get pushed aside too. And are the important things we should work on get pushed aside because of all this stuff that piled up.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, for sure. As you were talking, I even thought this is like, Not exactly the same thing, but kind of related. When I first started my business, I didn't have a dedicated Google Drive for my business. I was using my personal one and I had stuff for my personal life on my Google Drive, but also business stuff. Right. And this just went on and on and on. And I kept using my personal drive for business. And then finally I said, okay, I need to actually start a Google Drive for my business. And so I did. But then I had all these documents. On the personal one, and I'm like, oh man, they're in two places. Blah, what a big task to transfer them. And I say, you know what? I'm gonna do two a day. I'm gonna transfer two documents. Two, right? How easy is that? Two. Like it's so easy, you practically can't not do it. And so now what do I do when I sit down to work on my business? I transfer two documents and then check. Done, right? Eventually, all of the documents in my personal will get over to my business one but had I like sat down and I'm like oh I'm going to do this big overwhelming task like no that's not going to happen but if I just break it down and do it little by little kind of like you're talking about well then it works out and it adds up so it's it's not exactly like a slow close thing but it's a habit thing where I'm I'm taking it in super little bits this very unpleasant task of transferring all these documents over and it'll get done eventually. I don't know how many documents I have, but it'll get done. And when it does, like, hey, like, I did it, two little documents at a time. Um, And I think things like that really matter and really have the potential to add up and, and produce, you know, big results, or if not even big results, well, then just a big way for us to organize and accomplish tasks that we would have avoided or procrastinated on otherwise.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that example. So true. And little bits at a time. That's, I mean, that's what we talk about with goal setting and everything like that. It's breaking it up into little doable chunks every day. So I'd love to talk about how we can become a do it now type person. So if you're not a so close type person, you are a do it now type person. I love that where it's like, no, I just do it when it needs to get done. So then I don't have to think about it anymore. And it's not in my head. It's not on my to-do list. So tell us a little bit about how we can make this happen.
1: Yeah. So the opposite of a so close habit is a do it now habit. So to become a do it now type person. First of all, what I kind of already talked about is you have to have the awareness. If you don't have the awareness, you can't can't change something that you're not aware of, right? That's not going to work so well. So the first step is to just try to catch yourself throughout the day or, you know, when you're working on your business or whatever, look for those moments of, oh, this is what Gabe and Alicia were talking about. This is one of those so close moments this is a so close habit sneaking in here ah got it right so just being on the lookout and trying to see where in your life and you'd be surprised once you start trying to pay attention and trying to catch it then you'll start seeing it it's kind of like that thing where I don't know if you hear about a new restaurant right and you go there and you're like oh that was so good now suddenly, and it's a chain, right now, suddenly you see it everywhere, where before you never saw it at all, but it had been there all along, right? So now you're paying attention. You're like, oh, that's so close thing. Oh, yeah, I do see it there and there and there. It's everywhere. I had no idea until someone you know called my attention to it and pointed it out. So that's the first thing. Be on a lookout catch yourself because you can't do much unless you're starting to be get aware of it and be aware of it. So once you're there where you're starting to see it and you're catching yourself in a so close moment, then ask yourself, simple question, can I close this loop in 60 seconds or less? If the answer is yes, then just go and do it now. <laughs> do, form that do it now habit. If the answer is no, that this can't be done in 60 seconds or less, then just keep moving. Put it on your to-do list, come back to it later, whatever. But when you find and catch these so close moments, like I said, really there are things that will take you know, 15 to 60 seconds, especially in your personal life. In business, it might be a little bit longer, depending on, right? like you're not going to write An intro to a blog in fifteen seconds. I mean, maybe, maybe you're super busy, right? But or yeah, so or maybe you use like I know people are talking all about AI right now, so maybe you use AI and then it is fifteen seconds. But still, um, (laughs) that's like a completely different topic. So you know, just look at can I do this in sixty seconds or less, and then just just do it. Just get that do it now habit going, and then. That's it. Rinse and repeat and keep looking for the so close moments and just train your brain to become a do it now habit brain instead of a so close habit brain. And just keep looking and just keep asking the question of, can I do this in 60 seconds or less? And and then just do it and don't let it, don't let it pile up. And it might be like, oh, just do it. Like that's, that's, you know, minimizing it, it, but it's not because these are, I'm not saying, oh, these things on your to do list. Oh, just do it. Just get it done. No, no, no. Because again, it's not projects and tasks and to do's. These are just little things like, I I don't know, you, you took the milk out of the refrigerator, put it back in the refrigerator. Like these are just simple super simple super fast things these are not to do list item things but when we do these sorts of things and we close the loop we're sending ourselves a message hey i'm the kind of person who finishes things right and so many people out there i hear in my audience that they struggle with follow through i know this is a big thing for people right if you want to get better at follow through the first the first place to start with getting better at follow through Is become a do it now person instead of a so close person. And you will start to send your brain the message, hey, I'm a follow through person. Follow through is a skill that I can build. It's follow through is not, in in case you've never heard this before, (laughs) follow through is not something you were blessed with or not, right? Like some people may be more naturally, sure, but it's just a skill. And if it's a skill, then that means it's learnable and it's growable and it's improvable. So, so, so same same thing here, right? Like the so close versus the do it now. It, it's just teaching yourself, oh, hey, I follow through. And you're sending, like I keep saying, you're sending your brain that message. You're building that confidence. And then, well, wouldn't you know, it's going to trickle into bigger and bigger areas, which is also quite amazing. But yeah, so, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself or a little bit beyond the the question of you had said, How do we do it now? So that's how, or how do we become a do it now type person? So that's how you get started. It's really just catch yourself, ask the question, and then rinse and repeat.
0: Mm, So good. And as I'm thinking about it too, I am now, a. I would say I am now a do it now person, Um, but there are times when I catch myself not wanting to be. And also I want my, I kind of force and want my kids to be do it now people Mm -hmm. and my Mm -hmm. husband, I mean, I can find shoes like in the middle of the floor. I'm going, you had, it could have taken you two seconds to put that on the shoe shelf. There's enough room on that shoe shelf. And how long does it take you to move shoes if you need to? Right. And so I think about it going now, when I'm going, do I want to be a so close person or not? I have, I think about that and go, oh, I really, I'm trying to train my kids to be do it now, people. If I want them to, I need to lead by example and I yeah. need to do it. So that's what goes through yeah. my head now. So I do yeah. think of that and I go, okay, I'm going to do it now. It's yeah. not going to take long. And so, and then it'll be the trickle down effects and hopefully you can help your train your family also to do it. So now there's nothing really piled up because everyone's doing it now and just doing those little habits and um, making those little tweaks and cleaning here and there. Like I think about it with a wrapper on the floor or, oh, there's a wrapper on the floor. Maybe I'll just grab that later. No, I could just grab it on my way down the stairs and throw it away. And I yeah. think about that, like how do I get trained my family to do that? So um, so this has helped me to remember, okay, this is what I'm trying to train. And so this is what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's um I think it's really important that you pointed that out. And I really love that you just brought it kind of full circle and included not only ourselves, but our family and the example we're setting and what we're teaching and training our kids to do. So that they become do it now people, which is going to serve them so well throughout their entire lives. No, I just I that's yeah, I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the follow through. I want yep. to be a follow through person. I want my kids to be right, and so that's what we do. Now, I want to talk about this from the perspective of once we've developed the this do it now habit, uh, what can we expect in our business? What are some positives that can come from this discipline if we take um, what we do at the in the home, but we also incorporate that into our habits in our business.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's very similar. It's not like applying this to your business, you're going to get some sort of super different results, but you'll get the, the results in your business, right? So if you become a do it now person in your business, just like I talked about building that confidence that, oh yeah, like I am a follow through person. I am a do it now person. I am reliable. I am responsible, right? All these things that kind of go along with it just starts to send us that message and build us up and encourage us and, and just have us feeling empowered. And so in the same way that happens personally, that also happens in our business, right? So that's something positive that we could expect and then also too when we're closing the loop and becoming do-it-now people well decreased stress right so decreased stress in our personal life will also decreased stress in our business lives that we're not just having like we talked about before this giant tidal wave of unfinished tasks big or small that we've taken care of it right so the productivity goes up the confidence goes up, the stress goes down, the overwhelm goes down, dealing with tasks that we might otherwise avoid or procrastinate on goes down, right? So there's all, so there's not like if you become a do-it-now person, then you're gonna develop a, I don't know, seven-figure business tomorrow. No, like that's not the kind of stuff we're talking about here, right? But When you become a person who's more confident and who's more productive and who's less stressed, well, those are amazing things. And then who knows what that frees you up to accomplish and do and be available for in your business because you're not getting bogged down with stress, with being ineffective, with feeling, oh, you know, imposter syndrome, or just feeling a lack of, oh, what am I doing? I can't do this, blah, 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 right? All the, all the negative stuff that we can tell ourselves. It might sound silly. It might sound small, but it's not. Because when we do these little things, like I said, that boost our confidence, that boost the way that we view ourselves, it just has this Ripple, you know, think of the ripple effect. You throw a pebble into a a still pond or something like that, and you just see all those rings rippling out and the big, the bigger and bigger impact that it has. All because if we're saying that pebble represents that you you gave up being a slow a so close person and now you're a do-it-now person. And that was bink, that was that little pebble. And now look at all the, you know, the concentric rings that are, you know expanding out and just the impact that that has so that's how I see it you know both personally but then also in our business of just by doing this little thing how it can just over time and over habit building and momentum building just become really tremendous for us Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I agree because it seems like uh when you're working on the do it now and you're building this um consistency one that's going to trickle over into consistency in your business like it's also yeah. going to give us additional time it you know people are like how do I find time well you do the little things as soon as you need to so they don't pile up and then you yeah. will all of a sudden go wow I have extra time and what is that time for it's for priorities so like you said it's not going to Bring you seven figures tomorrow. But it's like it's the growth that happens. It's the consistency. It's the confidence. It's the and and confidence, the more confident you get, the more motivated you are. And when you have less tasky things that keep piling up, you're gonna be less likely to quit. I mean, I feel like once you get that stress and overwhelm, that's when those negative thoughts or the imposter syndrome come and you go, Is it even worth it? Yeah. You know? And so. I think becoming a do it now person helps in that, in the motivation of keeping on, keeping on, right? And so, yeah, this has been so fun. I love talking about this and what I want you listeners to get out of it is this next week, my challenge is for you to really think about it, find that awareness, build that awareness and go, can I do this in 60 seconds? And if you can just do it and then you can say, I'm a do it now person. I did it. (laughs) I got that done. And then you can come into the community into the simplicity and motherhood community. Tell me about it. I will cheer you on and um, give you high fives virtually for doing it. I'm sure Alicia will too. So yeah, um, for sure. Alicia, this has been great. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today on the pod. Uh, I do want to talk a couple things. Um, I want to talk about where listeners can find you, but also you have a free workshop that listeners can uh, go take and you talk all about uh, productivity and planning. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, first off, thank you again so much for having me on your show. This has been so fun to chat about and I appreciate and I'm just so grateful to be here. Um, The best way to connect just real easy is just to go to my website, aliciacoandesigns.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-C-O-H-E-N designs.com. There you can check out my free resources. You can check out my uh, my whole, I have a program, a, a 12-week program with my whole method. You can find my social media, right? Everything's just at the website. So just go to the website, Designs.com. But as for my workshop, yeah. So I've got this free workshop. It's called the only to-do list system you need to get your busy life under control today. So if you, so today, you know, we're talking about so close versus do it now in these micro things that take 60 seconds or less, right? But if you also are looking to go beyond that, to having a better way to manage your to-dos, but you're not sure where to start, Or you have a to-do list and it's just totally overwhelming or just flat out daunting, or you feel discouraged by your to-do list because you just can't get things checked off in the way that you want, check out my free workshop. This workshop is for you. We will cover conventional to-do lists that don't work and what to do instead. We'll cover the exact system that I recommend and that I teach for to-do list management from my results creating program that 12 week program that I just mentioned it's called power up your productivity we'll we'll look at that exact system and we'll also talk about how to get started doing this now today right you don't have to wait till next week you can watch the workshop and start implementing things right away for yourself so that you can become a do it now person and you can also become a person who has a solid, effective to-do list management system so that you're just like, woo, powerhouse, like just, uh, just knocking, knocking productivity out of the park.
0: Mm, I love it and we'll definitely link the your website and the workshop in the show notes for everyone. But Alicia, this has been really fun. I'm excited because soon I will get to see baby pictures. can't Yay! wait for that. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me and I hope that we get to do this again soon.
1: Yeah, awesome me too, Gabe. Thanks again.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.